Pulse of Elkhart. This is On the Beat with Carl Stutzman. And welcome back to On the Beat on Heart 1340 AM, 101.9 FM. Carl Stutzman, good to be with you today. And uh, on the news line with me is Christy Stutzman from over at the Barnes at Napanee. Uh, We've had Marlon on more than a few times, and I've just been waiting for the opportunity to catch the ever-elusive Christy, and very happy to have her (laughs) on the program. Uh, Christy, first of all, welcome. Second of all, you guys are doing some just really cool things over there and I'm, I'm very happy to uh watch it all go down oh thanks so much it's great to be with you yeah we're excited too we're um glad to be out of last year and into this year a little bit more and um it seems like things are really picking up and we've planned for a very exciting year so we are just thrilled to be up and going and uh, seeing people come to the property yeah, I, so I was actually uh, lucky enough to be able to be there for the first wine and wagyu night, and I got to oh. tell you that it was just unbelievable food. The atmosphere was amazing, and I I I, I couldn't have imagined a, a better start for you guys. It was really great. Well, thank you. Yeah, those those dinners have really become popular. In fact, when we post them on social media, um, they're usually sold out within three days. Um, it just goes really fast, and uh, each time there's a different cut of wagyu beef and uh, the, the chef will talk to you about, you know, this different cut and, and how they treat it and things. And it's just a really amazing experience. And it's part of, you know, Marlon's heartbeat as far as farm to fork, uh, eating and, and dining. Um, it's always been one of his passions. And so he's really enjoying that part. Well, and on top of that, you know, you guys also open things up for a brunch buffet. Um, you know, you've got mm-hmm. the artesian market that's going to kind of be popping up on what I think the 15th of May was the official date for it. Um, right, you know, right. The arts festival is going to be around. I mean, there's just there's just a lot going on on the property right now. Yeah. When we bought the property, um, we did buy the rights to the big arts festival, which is one of the biggest in the state. And although, you know, last year was difficult because we have so much space, we were able to get approval from the health department. We worked very closely with them and still had it last year. And although it was, you know, really down in numbers, um, the vendors were there and they were spread out all over and people really enjoyed it. We had, you know, lower numbers than normal, but the the numbers that we were seeing from previous years were huge. Um, So as first time owners, we were kind of thankful for a little smaller number of people so that we could get used to this big festival. But this year, I think it's going to be huge. Well, you couldn't have asked for a worse time to possibly uh, put yourself in on a business like that. I mean, I don't I don't think you could have intentionally picked a worse time, to be honest with you. No, Um, no. Yeah. (laughs) but, But here you are on the other side of it. And, you know, things are things are looking pretty good. And that's and that's great news. Um, you know, the other part of it that's, I know your bread and butter is the performance and theater aspect of it. Uh, history at the Barnes. I have several friends that were in programs there. It was the very first place that my wife was ever on stage as a kid when she was performing. So love that you guys have opened it back up and you're getting some really good shows in there. Yeah, we're, I mean, that is my passion and um, it's something that I very, I, I'm very much involved in. I'm, I've become actually by default um, the um, ma- manager there. So mm-hmm. I'm the executive director of the theater part and uh, worked really hard last year to come up with a, a season of shows that would be 
really family-friendly, uplifting, wholesome, fun entertainment. And um, while New York froze licensing, we planned our season um, around the ones we could get licensed. And then we have some original shows that I've written that we're uh, producing as well. And the one that's going right now, which is just amazing, is Hunchback of Notre Dame. And um, we are getting rave reviews, whether it's from novice theater goers or season ticket holders, uh, people are just coming out very moved, very entertained, uh, and even blessed. I mean, it's it's quite a, a message in that you know classic story, but we're just blessed also to have a cast and crew who have made a lot of personal sacrifices in order to do this safely, to keep crowds safe, to keep themselves safe, and to still produce excellent theater and um, the talent, the, the level of talent and the caliber we have right now is off the charts. I mean, we have people from all over the country who were literally were out of work in other places. And because we were able to find, you know, unique ways to produce um, very, you know, safe, but exciting theater. Uh, we really drew a lot of people from all over the country with great talent. So uh, the music in this is amazing. And uh, we still have tickets available. It's, it's running through, um, the end of April. So make sure to uh, go to roundbarntheater.com and, and check out those tickets. Well, it, it, the Round Barn's amazing and, and it's known for having some great shows in the past. I didn't even, I will fully admit, I didn't even know that there was a musical version of The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Oh yeah, uh, yeah well, it was fairly new. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, and that's and that's kind of what I thought. But I mean, it's it's the classic shows like that that will bring people in. You have some level of familiarity to it. Uh, and what right. I appreciate most about that is is individuals that maybe haven't gone to go see theater before. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. now that they've been sitting inside during the pandemic and they've been exposed to things like Hamilton and all these musicals that have come out, it's a right. it's a good opportunity to get yourself involved and go see a first show. Yeah. And, you know, there's something to be said about live theater that doesn't happen with movies. There's an interaction with the audience between the cast and the audience reaction that you can hear that is just palpable when you're watching a show. And that's one of the things I love about it, because every performance is different and unique. And, you know, sometimes there's things that go wrong because it's live stage, but that's part of the fun of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the different audience reactions are always really neat. And most of the reactions we've gotten from this audience for Hunchback of Notre Dame has been standing ovations and tears and appreciation and uh, just a message that is needed to be heard right now. Very unifying healing message, actually. Um, so it's a powerful production, and we're looking forward to uh, folks coming out to see it, whether they've ever been to theater or not. It's it's a great time to come, and we've got uh, lots of good surprises in store. I do appreciate how humbly you kind of glanced over the concept of original productions in the future of your lineup for this year, uh, <laughs> because you have actually written quite a bit uh, for uh, for what's going to be playing at the theater, specifically uh, Wind Calls the Heart, uh, which is right. a musical that you wrote in part right yeah in fact i'm just finishing up writing the finale number for that one i'm in nashville right now doing some recording for that show and uh yeah i've been working on it for uh several months since last year um prepping for the premiere it's it's we're calling it the world premiere because there's never been a musical based on Jeanette oaks canadian west books um but you know a lot of people are familiar with because of the tv show that's on hallmark right now Um, I've been a huge fan of that show because, again, it's family friendly, it's wholesome, uplifting, morally based and very entertaining. And um, so my goal is to bring the book itself, the books, that series. We bought uh, the stage rights to several of them 
uh, to life. And uh, this one has been a longtime goal of mine um, to to see produced. And it's just been a, a great thrill to be able to write this music. There's a lot of variety. It's a great era. I mean, it's back in 1918. Um, so you've got like ragtime and you've got, you know, um, Western feel and you've got uh, pioneer, you know, type of things and Mounties. And there's just all kinds of variety in that one. And I think people are really going to love it. But yeah, it's been a labor of love uh, for several months. Um, and then Christmas Carol, we actually premiered that last year at Christmas time. It was very well received as well. Just the the approach to it and uh, the lessons that you can learn, but also the the high level of entertainment as well. Oh, I love a Christmas Carol. Uh, that was one of yeah. the you know when I was in when I was in college and was still trying to uh, you know do stage stuff and was enjoying that part of my life. I did a Christmas Carol and got to play Scrooge for it oh. was just a it was just a one act wow. series. It was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, but I'll tell you this: I'll tell you this. My British accent is atrocious. Um, <laughs> so uh, that one took a while. Well, to we get. have a coach. We have a coach if you need one. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll definitely work on it. It ended up coming out more Australian. So so uh, oh, just, okay. I guess that's okay. just like Char- it's just like Scrooge with a bad past. It came from that <laughs> island. Um, you know, I got to say, I'm, I'm I, like a lot of people when I you know heard that you know, it was going to be you and Marlon and, and your partners buying the property, and then he talked about the round barn, barn side, the 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 round barn side of it, and your background. I never knew or would have guessed. Maybe it's because I've been working in news for too long, but I knew Christy Stutzman, the state representative. I didn't know Christy Stutzman. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, the uh, musical connoisseur and artist. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I kind of grew up in a very, very artsy family. My dad was a playwright and a composer, and um, I grew up just kind of in that world. And uh, so politics was, was kind of new to me when Marlon decided to run the first time. We were newly married, but it was after 9-11. And that's why we decided to get involved and try to, you know, just have a voice and be a difference, make sure our community was in good hands. Um, it was just, you know, average citizens, but I was a music teacher for years and, and loved teaching, um, but I always was composing on the side. And um, so it's kind of been a dream of mine to do that full time. And so this property actually had a lot of aspects of both of Marlon and I's dreams, whether it was, you know, farm to fork, celebrating agriculture. We love architecture. We love preserving history history. We love American history. We love Indiana and uh, theater. So it combined a lot of, um, of our backgrounds and what we are passionate about. And the other part was the night that he proposed to me, he took me to see a show um, at the Round Barn Theater, Annie Get Your Gun. And so it held a sentimental uh, place in our hearts as well. We never thought we would come full circle and actually have the chance to to own it and and to run it. So Um, It really is special, but, you know, it's a special place to a lot of people. It's been around for so long and it has such a history, a very rich history in our area. And one thing we're finding is that, you know, it kind of used to be a little bit more of a tourist destination, which is great. Uh, But we're finding more and more locals that are coming and just kind of uh, loving it and also kind of owning it as, as something that they're proud of. Uh, to have in their area. So we're going to keep that tradition going and we're excited to see what happens next. I got to say, uh, the company that, uh, the company, sorry, the family that owned uh, the property before you guys operated that property for five decades. Yes. Uh, uh-huh. does, does that seem a little bit looming to you to realize that like that's the level of expectation you guys are up against? 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, they, they did such a good job and so many amazing things. Uh, we've had a really good relationship with them. They live just down the road and um, they've really been hands off. They've let, our do, let us do our thing and find our way. Um, but it was with their blessing and they were uh, very supportive of us continuing it. They really love the property and like the fact that, you know, another family was kind of taking over and continuing the tradition in our own way. Um, and they gave us complete liberty to do that. But yeah, it was big shoes to fill and uh, we're just um, honored to be doing it. And Christy Stutzman, uh, I don't even really know what title to put on you. One of the owners <laughs> over at the uh, Barns at Napanee. Go check out uh, the Hunchback of Notre Dame. It is roundbarntheater.com. You can also go to the Barns at Napanee.com if you are looking for the link as well. Uh, go see a show. Enjoy yourself. Take the kids. Uh, get them out there and you know expose them to a little bit of theater. Because uh, i got to tell you, as someone whose parents did that to me, including shows at the Round Barn when I was young, I uh, definitely feel like that's a pretty good thing to do. So, so, Christy, thank you for taking your time uh, down in Nashville. I know you're busy, and we'll look forward to talking to you again in the future. Thanks so much. Have a great day. All right. We will continue with more on The Beat on the Heart 1340 AM, 101.9 FM. Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media. Federated Media.